Hello, Hezbos. Welcome to Hesby Street, the podcast. Do us a favor. Like and subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, patreon.com slash hesbystreet. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or somewhere where you can rate and review us, please do that, especially if you're in Bolivia. We are uh, just around the top 10 Bolivian podcasts right now. So I really want to crack that top three. Um, yeah, enjoy. We're nominated for a Bolivian Emmy, if you know anyone that has a vote. God, always crack open a cold one. (laughs) I can eat, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Are we, whatever. I'm drinking, I'm still drinking green drinks because I have a stupid calendar I have to make. I've been like living somewhat healthy. I haven't gone on a hike again since, but... I try to. I don't eat late anymore. That's the one thing I did. Everything pretty bad in San Francisco. I was there for a week right after the competition. Ate and drank pretty poorly. Couple nights I ate late night, but I, that that was the one um, habit I feel like I've started to form. Yeah. Not eating tons of food at night like I normally like. Yeah. It used to be like, especially when I'm on the road, like I couldn't sleep unless I snacked. Right, like a bag know? of chips before you yeah. go to bed. It's an anxiety thing. It's <clears throat> totally. uh, for me. Yeah. It's like a boredom thing. It's, it's like I got to do something. It's yeah. the ultimate comfort. It is very comforting. Yeah, and also so is like junk food. Love so junk like food. we went out to Formosa, which is like it's not like fast food, but it's not good for you. It's mm-hmm. like a Chinese. Like yeah, yeah, and uh, it's all I want anymore. You know, like oh, is I, that that restaurant with the John Wayne? Uh, what was the John Wayne story there? Like he blacked out there back in the day, <laughs> and woke or like they they accidentally locked him in because they didn't see him sleeping in a booth, and they came in the next day and he was like cooking eggs for himself, <laughs> like no way to get out. I just picture him like, do you? How can you do a John Wayne voice? You want them scrambled <laughs> or over easy? <laughs> The ultimate pimp out because I was going to do the exact same thing. But yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, I don't know the voice. He's like, I'll have Zach do it. He's just him him coming too. Oh, great. <laughs> Fell asleep in one of them Oriental restaurants again. <laughs> it's a different time. Well, here's the thing. Apparently, I, the way it was subscribed to me is you subscribed, described uh-huh. to me. People need to subscribe to the Patreon, so I'm just going to start s- dropping subscribe right, right, right. subtly. Right. Next time I won't bring it up. Is this rash subscribing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that it's not offensive to say Oriental uh, when, when you're talking about food or furniture. It's oh. Just, it's just as long as you don't refer to a person. Humans. Yes. Then it's okay. Now, is that true? Someone's going to have to fact check that and let right, me know. Right, right, uh, I nope. play it safe and never use the word. But then maybe that's problematic. No the one white guilt's in there so deep that it's like, whoa, you won't even use. I'm right. You're like yeah. offensive by being too like accommodating, too afraid. Yeah, yeah. I hope that every listener we have has the awareness to never ever trust us as the source. You know, no one's like, pretty sure I heard on Hesby Street you can say Oriental. Uh, <laughs> it's like, keep us out of it. Yeah, keep us. Out. In fact, yeah. Keep our names out of your mouths unless you're saying, hey, subscribe. Unless you're reviewing on Apple. That's right. Keep our names in your mouth. Wait, in your mouth? Never let it leave. Uh, never let us leave your mouth. Right. That's our new motto. 
Hesby Street, never let us leave your mouth. Or ears. We'll be inside all your crevices. Someone's crevices. in the audience. Never leave my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great That a would great be a great tag. heckle. Yeah. Or just like on our shirts. <clears throat> never leave my mouth. Speaking of heckles. I uh, You got heckled? No, but the headliner I worked with got heckled. And uh, not really heckled. There was just a drunk lady. Uh, nothing you haven't experienced before but it, it, it went to the next level that i'd never experienced okay so there's a drunk couple front row you know i kind of sensed them when i was on stage they were a little chatty but it hadn't gotten that bad and so she was being uh she was just being drunk bad person and then at some point the husband got so upset at he, her at her that he got up and left <laughs> but like to the back of the punchline oh, where like funny. we're standing and he said to the manager, like, can you kick her out? Oh, wow. She needs to be kicked out. And they were kind of like, honestly, like, right, Adam's in crowd work. Like, not not, not right now. Right, she's you know, part of the show now. She's part of the show now until Adam asks <laughs> us to have her removed or she takes it up one more level. It, or gets up and goes to the bathroom. Then you can kind of tell her to right. leave. And <clears> then... Uh, so Chad, Chad Opitz was hosting, and we're just kind of like, I've never seen that. I've never seen someone ask to have their wife removed from the show. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, he yells as loud as he can, shut the fuck up at his wife. Sitting next to her? Like he's back sitting? No, he's still standing. Across the club? Across the club. Jesus. Right? And he was like not trying to be funny. No, he was pissed. Fuck. And uh, <clears throat> so now Adam's like, okay. You know, like it's, and he's, and Adam, I, I didn't know this about Adam Wright. Great crowd work comic. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's really good at maneuvering. I've seen clips and of yeah. uh, that situation. So it was all really funny, uh-huh. but also yeah. like kind it gets, it got, got sad. Cause now you're starting to see like a glimpse into their life maybe. Right. And like the deterioration of yes, a relationship. You know? Yeah. And, um, then, uh, it's not a great ending. He left after that. He just left the club. Okay. And then, and then she she's kind of you know teetering into blackout you know so now she's texting on her phone and Adams is like talking to her and now she can't even hear Adam at this point she's just so into the phone Why? and I think he was texting her like um and then she gets up and leaves and the crowd applauds and but it was uh it was an interesting one and honestly damn bro <clears throat> uh, Adam just leaving and like causing a scene like you go out to scene. a comedy show. Yeah. And your behavior just, like, was the star of the night. Yeah. And Adam had a film crew there all weekend, so if you want to see some of it, I have a good feeling if you follow Adam Instagram Ray, clips. you could probably see some of it in the near future, if not. <laughs> Another heckler experience that I experienced. So uh-huh. Sunday night, Punchline Showcase. At the end, sometimes, not that often. If for those, we've probably talked about it before on the podcast, but just to reiterate, Sunday Night Showcases has for a long time been uh, my favorite night to be at Punchline. Totally. All the comics are hanging out. You have like newer comics nervous about getting tapped. They kind of tap you like it's a, it's you're a up next. baseball game. You're in the bullpen. Yeah. They're just like you. You're up in two. And yeah. you're like, okay. And, and, then th- and then if you're a new comic, this is like your one chance of the year. To stand out. And yeah, like hanging out in the back, you're not getting to prove yourself, but you get on stage and you come off and everyone's like, yo, you're fucking funny, new guy. Anyway, it's just a fun night to to hang out. So at the end of the night, maybe they do this every two, every three months. 
if you're into stand-up, I recommend just going and like observing that. Like watch the show, watch oh, the totally. hungriest young comics. There's a there's a weird energy in the room that's like pretty exciting slash anxiety filled. You can see who's who's past at the club because they're very calm about mm-hmm. their comedy, yeah. and you can see who's like, this is it. This is my big show. But even those of us that are past at the club, there's still the anxiety around the trauma we went through to get past. Like yeah. you still want to be great up there. Especially in front of your peers. In front of your peers. You got to prove your, oh, I moved to LA, but I got to prove that I'm still funny. When you're at you a know? regular show, there's only what, five comics there? But when you're at the punchline, it's there's the hundred comics. Yeah. 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 So at the end, they do this thing called Joke Parade. And the idea is it's just a fun way Anyone can come up on stage and you can't tell your own joke. It's a quick one-liner street joke. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the actual joking, but it's no. around it. They make fun of it. But then so one comic, and it was myself this time, will sit on the stool on stage and just kind of comment. If you if you do well, you know, we'll build you up. But for the most part, most jokes bomb because they're street jokes. And then we make fun of you and it's supposed to be fun. And then... In the back, on the God mic. God mic is someone basically standing behind the bar holding a microphone that the audience can't see because they're behind all of us. But But can hear. You can hear him like God. And so it was Joseph Annalyn, another Bay comic. Funny guy. And uh, so people are coming up. And like, I hate to be like like the older in the scene, get off my lawn comic. But like, they're taking it personally. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, the, the whole thing is... You can roast me, come up and be like, look at this fat, bald guy, yeah. whatever, do your joke, and then I'll say something about you, and then, uh, you know, we'll fist bump or whatever. Right, right, right. All in good fun. All in good fun. And if you don't want and if you don't want to be embarrassed, don't go on stage. Ever, to be honest, but definitely on Joke Parade. Yeah, don't, don't be sensitive. But so this one guy comes up. I've never met him, open micer, I guess. <clears throat> uh, most people didn't know him. And uh, right out, and I wish I could remember everything that was said. Right out the gate, goes like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Like to me, you know, and like, whoa. And so I, I, (laughs) I, I, in retro after okay, so after all this happens, I'm talking to people, and they're like, "How did you keep your cool?" I thought. Like, they were, like, afraid for me. In the moment, I wasn't afraid. And it's not because I'm a badass. It's because I didn't read the room like everyone else uh-huh. read the room. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So I made a joke, got a laugh at his expense. You know? Before or after Before he, said- he says his joke. No, but he walks up and first goes, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. And, and then, then does I, his joke. No, no. Oh, oh. He okay. says, fuck you. And he goes to do his joke. But then I say something and he comes back. Like, he's not going to do his joke until he gets the last word in on me and Annalyn. But that's not how joke parade works. Right. We will always get the last laugh because the you, crowd's on our side. You go up knowing you're going to be the butt of the joke. Yeah. And so I don't remember what the comebacks were. Oh, I wish you remember. I know. I'm sure it's on film somewhere. I know the guy at one point is like, uh, he kept saying like, let the adults talk. And I, I remember that was like his big burn. Like uh-huh. I wasn't an adult. And then like, uh-huh. I made fun of that. And you know, the crowd, I mean, I'm not saying the crowd's not always on my right. side, the person's right. side, like you can lose to the person, but in Absolutely. this case, the crowd was not on his side. And then, uh, they cut his mic. So this is what I'm, cause he took too long because he was like, I, p- people thought he was going to fight me. I didn't know that. I and, and and I actually think I'm right. Like I had a pretty good read on this. Like I think he thought 
I think that's his style of comedy. Like okay. aggressive, angry, unfunny, unfortunately. Right, right, right. And so I'm just kind of like laughing at him in the situation and just making my jokes. And then they cut his mic and then he's like, they cut my mic. I'm doing my joke anyway. And he does his joke. And again, I don't remember it. It's just like a lame street joke. Right, right, right. And, uh, and then he leaves. And then the next guy comes up. I think it was Arturo, if you know him. Bregoza? Yeah, I think it was him. And you could tell that's when I kind of put together that like that was weirder than even I thought. Is he's like, I don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> he's just like traumatized yeah, from what just happened. Just walks off. And you just picture him like looking back at the line, yeah. like, does someone want? I to think go it next? was Artur. It was whoever was after him. And then uh, and then we finished up. And even Ron, who like and and joke parade, it doesn't need to happen again. I felt that way. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. But Ron loves it. So we always. He loves it. Even he was like, yeah, that could be the last time. (laughs) Could be the last time we do Joke Parade. Oh, really? Yeah, I think. I mean, people are coming up to me like, I honestly thought you were going to get in a fight. Is he big? The Uh, comic? Like, did it look like, oh, this guy could fuck Torio up? He probably could have fucked me up. Uh, He wasn't like, he was probably like six, maybe a little taller than me. Heavy? No. But like, not rail thin either. It would have been, no, kind of thin. I think it, I mean, I think. It probably just would have been a lot of tackling, and sh- I don't think it would right. have been like a fist fight. It would have. It would have. It's not like you would have been in danger. It's more just no, like I mean, the there's show security guards have, at the show. The show would have sucked if it just turned into that. It would have. Yeah, but I don't. I honestly like even looking back, I'm like, I don't. I think people are making because then people are posting on Facebook about it. Like, uh, if someone, if you're if you're listening or watching this, maybe we'll make an Instagram clip just to find out. Send us the video. Oh, yeah. If, if you, you have, have the video. Someone was taking a video. Really? Yeah, I don't know who. I just heard someone was. But Tim Young, who records all the sets, Andrew stopped Young recording. Now. Andy Young. Uh, he stopped recording. So I don't have a copy of it. He Did stopped he recording because it got so dark? No, no, no. He doesn't. Re- he stopped recording because the show was Joke over. Joke Parade. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Joke Parade's a weird one, man. I never was into it. And yeah, Ron would always be like, come on, dude. Like, don't be a party poop. You know, like, fucking look up a street joke on your phone and go mm-hmm. up and tell. I'm like, no. I don't. Which is fine, too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, there's too many people. People, Someone tried to sell merch. <sighs> During Joke Parade, brought her merch up. And, and she I'm wasn't like, on the show then. She night. wasn't on the No, of course not. <laughs> and just started talking. And I was like, are you selling merch right now? And she was like, I got student loan debt to pay. And I'm like, this isn't going to do it. <laughs> no one's going to buy this shirt. And I think I didn't, I couldn't see it. People were saying that like on the shirt, she just had her joke written out. Fucking the new wave of comics. Yeah. Again, don't want to be the get off my lawn guy. But I think there's, I think they're like autistic. Well, there's a lot when of you like started, weird. Yeah. But when you started, there was a lot of that too. They just don't. They either don't survive. You know, eventually no, time even... tells them like, hey, what you're doing is something different from comedy. Yes. There's always crazy people in every scene at every but also like the comics even that are getting passed and really? doing well. They see and like a lot of them work in tech, which is a re- I mean, a lot of them seem uh socially unaware. Yeah. Um, and SF is a bubble, man. Yeah. Like the comedy, when I was a comedian in SF, I was like, dude, I have a half an hour, I think, when I was like starting out. Yeah. And then I'd leave and be like, you guys ever on Muni? And they're like, what is that? And you're like, yeah. oh my God, I have eight minutes. But yeah, it's all about just uh, testing yourself. And that's why I do think Joke Parade does have like, as much as I hate it and wouldn't want to do it, you're right. It teaches you to 
handle getting fucking kicked it, in the balls on stage. It also lets all of the newcomers get that taste of Tinder the, hinge bumble photo they need of them on stage at the punchline. Oh, that's funny. You know? That is funny. Yeah. Performed at Punchline? Performed at Punchline. I have a photo that my friend took. I used to do that Why when I started Why is there a guy sitting comedy? on stage? <laughs> <laughs> that's, don't, it was sold out. <laughs> that was the last seat available. He was a heckler. I put him on timeout. <laughs> gave him a microphone that was God, off. I should have cropped. I knew I should have cropped. I I got to do the God mic for one of uh, Joe Gorman's last night, uh, and he moved to uh, uh, New York. Yeah. And I did the God mic, and dude, it was so much fun it shitting is. on. The God mic's much more fun. You can be meaner back there. And if a joke falls <laughs> flat, everyone's just You can like, literally drift into the darkness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I remember there was one guy who looked like... <laughs> I called him out for saying he looked like the Old Spice commercial guy had fallen on hard times <laughs> and the, the room laughed and then gorman goes oh where am i an empty apartment what is this an empty refrigerator <laughs> yeah it's so fun it's yeah. so fun i mean i remember yeah. especially if you're friends with the person on stage because totally. it's like it's like honestly if we did sketch fest i would like to to do something along not necessarily just shitting on someone doing right. a bad joke but i wouldn't want to incorporate like stand up oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then us talking and shooting the shit and totally. like kind of roasting each other. I don't know. Busting balls. Bust those balls. It's like, a new, it's like the New York comedy scene. You got to bust balls. But that's, you know, so then I did a show in between my two punchline shows. I ran over and did this basement show in between. Yeah. And it was, they were really nice. They were able to like be like, okay, you're next. And the guy on stage was from New York. Uh-huh. And it was just, a, it was a basement show. It was hot in there and the crowd wasn't bad, but they weren't great. It was a little tight, you know, how yeah. shows are. And, uh, he just started getting mad at the crowd, you know, where he's just like, you guys are mean. <laughs> and I'm like, aren't you from New York? Dude? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, aren't you, how do you not, how can you not handle this? And then, and then finally someone just yelled out, fuck you. <laughs> And I was like, damn, maybe we are mean. Whoa. I didn't expect that. Yeah, you know there's a sensitivity to being in a new city. Like, it doesn't matter how fuck you your town is. You know it's your town and you're comfortable there. Right. But when you venture off to a new place, you're kind of like, well, think, what do they like? What I think it was in his case is like, that's how he acts in New York. And he, he he's comfortable with that. Because uh-huh. it's like, I'm one of you. I'm going to make fun of us together. Right. But when you start making fun of San Francisco and shitting on San Francisco. You don't get it. And you can't fall back on like. Understanding where A we relatable are. thing between us. Yeah. Like, why are we dumb? Make yeah. fun of Muni. Make fun of something. Yeah. yeah. But if you just stay, I'm from New York, your city sucks because of this. And then on top of that, it's not that funny. Yeah. They're going to turn on you very fast. And they're going to yell, fuck you. And there are no original takes anymore. So, like, I always see New York comics. Like, even when we saw Michael Che. Or, like, at Clusterfest, I would Mm -hmm. see, like, the Deezus and Miro would pick, like, their favorite New York comics. And they would just be like, it's the weed here. And, like, eight people said it. And you're like, yes, it's very good. We know that. (laughs) (laughs) Your weed sucks. Yeah, we exist with it every day <laughs> all farmers i mean california is all farmers uh, uh. that's funny anyways anything non comedy related talk. happened to you enough comedy talk hey shout out to jeff dean by the way what dude what did i just say oh sorry go unless this is about a no, day job of his non-comedy talk my bad or a book he's writing nope, that's it's not, not funny uh what do you got? What do you got that's non-comedy related? Everything I do is comedy related because I'm hustling. I'm out there. I'm I'm working. I'm you grinding. Have to I'm be, hustling. Gotta be hustling. Um, been reading 
You're reading still? Very little. Okay, good. Because yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. be hustling. Right. So I'll, I'll be on a walk. Reading's not hustling. No, reading is not hustling. But I do have books lying around. You know, that's and, I, and you, I sit like that's this. That's part of hustling. I put two fingers on my cheek. And then kind one of on like the a chin. Ju- like a Judge Ito. Yes. Remember the Judge Ito mm-hmm. poses? That is good. And then I'll have a book. A book the, out. It'll be there. And it's dog-eared to a page you never got to. No, but I go deep. Like, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. around hovering 60% in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, people go, uh, you know, like, what's your summer reading list? And I have titles in mind. What do you have? Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> the Giver. <laughs> you just reading a sixth grader's summer reading list. <laughs> a scholastic. A scholastic. Uh, uh, what do they call those? The traveling yeah, car thing? Uh, fair. The book fair. Right. Uh, I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. A poster of a Lamborghini. <laughs> Bernstein Bears, <laughs> Goosebumps, and a model uh, Blue Angels airplane. <laughs> I remember finding out I was I had motion sickness when I was a kid, and I was like obsessed with this one Goosebumps book, and uh, I was just like devouring it. We used to stay with our like Moroccan family in San Francisco as like babysitters, right? And then our dad would pick us up when he was done working. And so we're coming home. I'm like, dude, I just want to read this book. He's like, all right, you know, you can read on the ride. And I'm fucking flying through this thing. And I just yak all over the car. And they were like, what the fuck? And it was like the first time they found out like, oh, yeah, like. Car sick? It'll make you car sick if you uh, read in a car. Some people, it happens right. to. Some people can read in cars fine. And uh, I remember just thinking like, reading's bad for you. <laughs> Well, I feel like, stop me if I've told this story in the pod, but I would pass out from blood and stuff, especially yeah. when I was a kid. And I was reading a Goosebumps book. I think I did tell you this, right? <laughs> I think so. And I wanted to, it got gory and I started feeling nauseous. I'll do a, the quick version. And by the, I was like, I just want to finish the page because I was OCD a little bit. I yeah, wanted right. to dog ear it or yeah. whatever. And then before I finished the page, I passed out in this kid. But I had like s- kind of stayed in my seat. You know, I slunched all the way over kind of onto him and he like poked me and was like, woke me back up. And I kind of like, you know, I, I passed, <laughs> I've passed a, out before. Such a funny vision. And then finally, after thinking, processing it, he's like, I gotta, I gotta tell someone. Right. <laughs> like what grade? This would have been third grade. Okay. Because it was that Catholic school. So he's just, I got to be a fly in the wall. Just yeah. watching him eye you up and down yeah. after you're coming to and looking at your hands. He's like. Mrs. S. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did it like incognito because I thought I was in the clear because oh, I, like, I don't cool. want to. And then she came over to me and blew my cover. Oh, that's she had no tact. That's fucked up. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing passing out? What are you doing, you little puss? What are you falling Miss, asleep? It was fourth grade. Mrs. Gase. Real bitch. What Real bitch. What falling asleep on life for? <laughs> yeah. And then I had to sit in the nurse's office. Nurse Lonnie. Sat in her cot. Spent a lot of days with Miss Lonnie on the cot Did after you? passing out. Were you? Do you think you were depressed that young? Absolutely. Because I remember us being. I remember being like five years old, living in Ukiah. Yeah. Because we lived up there for like a year, and I would look at photos of my old house and cry. Oh. Like I miss old house. I would do that. I would do that yeah. too. My brother and I missed our. We. I could look at him, and you could ask him like, <laughs> "What house?" And he would he would say the strawberry house. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was in a town called Strawberry. It wasn't like red or anything. <laughs> strawberry, that's strawberry like a house. really nice town. 
Oh, it's gorgeous. That's town. like Marin, richest yeah. people in the world. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Marin, so it was like always Marin. But strawberry is like even nice well, for Marin, right? Well, we moved from strawberry to Tiburon, which was like the nice, nicer. But it was a shitty house that we couldn't afford sure. to upkeep. But the strawberry house, like my parents had fully flipped, and like yeah. we didn't want to leave. And it was like a block away from the rec center, so you could ride our bikes to the swimming pool. Yeah, perfect summer baseball field right next to the pool. It was just like the the snack shack, right? Like that, and then we moved to Tiburon, where it was just oh, poor you having to live in cars. Tiburon. Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. We were we were severely deeply ashamed of our home. Like we yeah. never invited anyone. We got peer pressured into having like people over once by like friends because your place was so shitty compared to the mansions. And they would like invite friends over to see how shitty our house was. But, I didn't find this out until later. He's like, but, dude, I remember when like blah, blah, blah hit me up. I was like, you got to come see Zach's house. Like the floor is like falling apart. Was it that bad inside? It was. Yeah, it was bad. So even by like I grew up in just a regular middle class. No, it was like it, like it would be shitty for there too. Just the upkeep inside. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It was it was poorly taken care of and just like problems that weren't like fixed, you know, but yeah. like kids love coming over when we were young because like nothing was too nice. And all these kids grew up in like right. very nice houses that looked like dreams, but they weren't allowed to go in certain rooms. That's cool. I mean, yeah, we always had like a pretty, pretty nice house for our neighborhood. Yeah. So that was, we were always like, kind of just nice. Your parents' house is now like on par with like the cleanliness and the, like the house they live in now. On par with what they were growing yeah, up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. It wasn't like was, dirty or gross oh, or anything. Ours is ashes all over. I'm sure when we were little kids, it was because little any house with little kids is a little dirtier. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like yeah, stuff but no, like, as like uh, teenagers, yeah, our house was clean. We had like a Not water, a busted pipe in the ground mm-hmm. under like these little wood tiles, and uh, we just never fixed it. So it was just half of our living room was concrete. Oh fuck! That they like fixed and poured concrete over, and then oh, okay. carpet was just cut out. So it was just concrete, and so we like put a rug on the concrete, and then the tiles were kind of falling apart, and you'd like cut your foot on a loose tile stuck up. And my dad would be like, glue them back. And we just had to like piece. I'm like, dad, but this like isn't enough tiles, you know? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was just so neglected. Yeah. I mean, my dad. But it was like a multi-million dollar piece of property. Sure. Like if you saw where I lived, you'd be like, dude, yeah. this is heaven on earth. Right. Um, we had a pool. You could see the bay. Like the bike From path. Your was, pool? Well, you'd like stand up on the diving board. It was like kind of inclined. You could see the whole bay, all of Sausalito. Oh, yeah, you had a swimming pool. You're in a bay view. No one would get in because It'd it be was like, really like nice. it 40 like, degrees. It sounds like it's really, really nice camping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was just like, like you would think someone was squatting in it mm. if you walked in. Like it would be like, who really owns this place? That was kind of like how so, we. But was it like what was like the upkeep? Was it clean? Like no. It was, so it was like the walls di- were yellow. It was like because my dad smoked cigarettes constantly oh, in the yeah. house. Um, and the house had a sunroof, which was the, my mom would always go show them the sunroof. Like the middle of the house, would there was an close? atrium. The roof would open. That's and close. sick. Wow. Uh, what happened to this house? Uh, these this family uh, friend, yeah, they wanted to buy it and they wanted to pay like a. F- a few people were like, oh, I want that product. Like, I'll pay you, like, millions. Uh-huh. And then they would come and look inside and be like, we'll do one. Dad lost we'll do, in a poker game? We'll do one million. <laughs> like, like the, the value would sure. divide by half Because you'd three. have to tear it down and redo it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, uh, it was, yeah. And our dad did. Oh, yeah. He almost lost the house. 
Oh, and my sure. mom was like, uh, she like went and fought to like maintain ownership long enough to sell it. And then like the money that we made was just all like fulfilling debts. Right. But yeah. So like people are always kind of like, oh, you're rich to this day. I kind of, I think, how come you've know, you've written lots of scripts and stuff? Yeah. Why? I mean, that's interesting to me. Yeah. Like it's the, the poor Moroccan kid in Marin. The nicest town in yeah. possibly and America. Obviously you'd have to, uh you know, elaborate it up. Yeah. Right, exaggerate right. it. Right. But I got, it's an interesting story. Oh, cool. That's That's interesting to know. Is that not? What you want to hear? I mean, I, no, no, I like that. I, I don't want it to be condescending, but like, man, your life's fucking weird. No, but no, like, I like that. I like yeah, hearing I it's that. It's a good jumping off. Point. Yeah, no, I didn't take it that way. Because I think most people too, when it's your own life, you don't think anything special about it, you know. And then you kind of look in hindsight. Like as kids, we knew something. Like we were kind of embarrassed. Sure. But we kind of thought that's where great comedy starts totally, and great drama. Totally, totally. But yeah, I think you just you look at your life and and you don't want it to be sad. Like, I want to make jokes about my dad, like, mm-hmm. being a drug addict and, like, a fucking very irresponsible adult. But you never want, as a comedian, to open up and have people go, oh, You know, like, oh is the last thing you yeah, want to Yeah, but we're not... But, but, I mean, especially now, I feel like comedy is not... It, it, this isn't a sitcom comedy. It's yeah. not that. It's, like, kind of this, like... Uh, I mean, have you watched Reservation Dogs at all? No, I should watch but that. But it's kind of, I mean, it's not similar really, but like... A disenfranchised kind of group of yeah, kids. Yeah, you're kind of coming up in this shitty place, but in your case, it'd be surrounded by all this wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? And and there's, there, I mean, there's you're ashamed amongst the rich people, and yeah. then you're also ashamed to say you're from Marin to people that aren't Marin. Yeah, because they Cause even they, if I say I'm not rich, they're like, okay. Oh, but you have a pool. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot there. And then, you know, drug drug abuse. Yeah. Father is interesting. Cultural differences. Yeah, yeah I've only played on the cultural and differences. And your mom was I sold to someone at one point in her life. Yeah. Well, her life is like, yeah, that's a different kind of movie altogether. No, but I'm saying having that character. In it oh, right. Right. Like her, her her relatable anecdotes are just so unrelatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's told me some dark shit, yeah. man. I think it makes me crave talking about fucked up shit because of her. Because it's like, I want to know, like, the darkest truth. Like, I'm watching right. Frontline PBS documentaries. I'm right, not right. watching the Goldbergs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll, write, we'll write it, dude. Now that you live in L.A., we got to sell a script. We have to. Uh, we can at least start a GoFundMe and just start making money now. I already did. It's up. <laughs> Everyone listening, check out GoFundMe slash Zach's Moroccan Marin Untitled Project. Yeah, help us title it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start funding the title. Start funding the title. We have creatives that are interested. Oh, my God. Everyone wants to touch this. <laughs> the Rock is interested. The Rock, The yeah. Rock's actually going to play Mount Tam. if <laughs> 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 he just played a mountain. <laughs> just, we're going hiking Mount Tam, and it's just walking on the rock. And the rock is just <laughs> playing an, an inanimate object. But he talks. It's like hey, Zach. Yeah. Oh. It's like Flintstones. It's a living. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. End it on a banger. All right, dude. We Take us. Bang this one to out. Bang City. Um. So, like, you know, I, I do the acting stuff. 
and I, I you got do acting stuff. I got a lot of auditions the past 24 hours. Like I, I just did four. You but the last better because every time something's going on, you're like, sorry, I got two auditions. It's it's nuts. It'll just happen in like it happens in waves where I'm like, is there someone at this casting site? It's like eating a sandwich. It's like, oh fuck, <laughs> <laughs> these are all for Zach. You know, because it's like eight come in in one minute. Yeah, and the rest of the time I'm like waiting around bored. But the last audition is just the most humiliating. Yes. So excited. And not to mention it was the same time my improv class started, which is mm-hmm. also another humiliating mm-hmm. thing that I put myself through. Yep. And uh, Wait, But your show's coming up this week? It is coming up next Tuesday. Next afternoon. Tuesday. So if you got to work, you guys don't like... Next Im- Tuesday afternoon. Im- don't work. Don't... So this... I mean, go to work. Don't this watch is, Okay, this. so then, yes, this is the last podcast before that because it comes out every Wednesday. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram. I will be posting the link to Zach's Tuesday what time? Noon? At noon. Tuesday at noon improv show on Zoom. It's our final. It's their it's final. And I got to tell you, I uh, we sat on the drive up to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about this. Uh, Zach did a class. I had improv class improv on a road class trip. In the car. And uh, if if that's a preview of what's coming... This will Couldn't be... figure out how to unhook it from the stereo <laughs> of the car. <laughs> so it Toriel was, was in for the ride. Incredible in the most train wreck uh, way. So it's, I'm it's excited. bad. Tuesday at noon. Make sure you don't have any lunch meetings. We're bad, you guys. Put it on while you eat lunch. We're, you know? No. <laughs> it's not funny bad. It's just bad. That's a good point. It's not so bad that it's funny. It's so bad that it's bad. But... It's fun to watch Zach try to save it with humor. Yes. And he can't. And I think you're phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> I leave it all out yeah. on the field. Man. He tries his best, but it, it didn't. It, at least, who knows? Maybe they'll show up big for show day. It's game it'd day. Be, it'd be it's game day. dope if we just killed it. Yep. But I mean, there is an astronomical chance of that happening. It will not happen. <laughs> I am that confident. The yeah. chances of finding other life forms. I'll tell you what. This if weekend, this show gets crushed, I'll go bottomless for the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is like I don't even want to take that bet because <laughs> I know you won't. Yeah. You won't. You won't have to. Um, what you were saying something though. Oh acting, yeah. Oh the, yeah. So the... so I get this audition for um, a major food brand. Craft. And Actually, yeah. Did I guess it right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, all right. Uh, so I had to just dance. <laughs> and they said, uh, let us know if you have a dancing background, it's preferred. And I'm thinking like, why did they submit me for this? <laughs> I have zero dancing background. So then I, uh, but you can't say no to the audition or your agent goes, you don't want to show up to fucking work. Right. You know, so you really have to just do it. Yeah. So I'm missing my improv class. It's already started. I have to get into this room with people to make bad jokes and and try to find a scene. But I'm late because I'm doing this improv. And so I get in the room, the audition room, and the whole audition is uh, I I eat some Kraft macaroni and cheese and it makes me dance through life. And there really is no guidance on how to dance through life. Yeah. And they want a full body shot. I don't have a big enough like setup where mm-hmm. I film my auditions. So they're like, all right, Zach, uh, just take it away. And they just, music starts playing. I didn't even know there was going to be music. Were you, did you start eating first? I grab a cup and they're like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. And then the whole time they're like, go, go to another room, grab a cup. And uh, you just grabbed your craft. You ate it. It's like a cup and a fork. So you just start dancing. So I, I'm holding the cup and I go, okay. And so then I'm just dancing in socks badly. 
I bump into my dresser, <laughs> not intentionally. Did they laugh? And they just go, all right, thanks. And they're like, thank you guys so much. And they said, okay, bye. Like I haven't hit leave meeting quick enough. Right. And I'm like, all right, take care. They're like, goodbye, Zach. And I'm like, goodbye, life. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, Damn, that's a cold feeling. And then you just have to leave and, and continue with your life. That's the weirdest part. You have to just leave. But that's like a gig you didn't really want, right? Like I knew I wasn't going to get it, but I still had. There's always a part of my brain that's like, so people are in this room. You know right, what I mean? There's like do eight well. casting directors that are just watching me humiliate yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no matter how far I get in life, I could become one of the most powerful comedians. They can always go, I think I saw you for that craft commercial. <laughs> and like my my bones would You quiver. hit the dresser, right? Was that on purpose? <laughs> Dancing or? in your socks. That yeah. was kind of, you did a spin move and landed on your dresser. <laughs> that was a funny, it wasn't It wasn't on purpose, Anyways, though. We could all tell. on the Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Street like the podcast. It wasn't a banger, but neither was the audition. No, it was good. I uh, it was a that, banger to the heart. That remind, I mean, gigs that you sometimes gigs you don't want to get. Comedians get, get it. Comedians get it. Comed- oh yeah. Oh yeah. Save it for the Patreon episode. I have something currently I didn't really want that I have. Oh dude, I actually have one that I can ma- I can maybe share on this, or should I say what are we at on time? We'll just save it for the Patreon. We want people to come there anyway. It's for yeah, the yeah. Patrons. All right. You guys want some more humiliating stories? Yeah. I can jump on Patreon this month. We'll see you Friday because it's Fridays. This is Wednesday that comes out. You get it.